0: yo what's going on guys Membro here back at it with another college football weekly podcast first takeaway two very different big tens and what i mean by this is next year 2024 we're gonna have washington usc oregon and ucla in the big 10 big tens keep keeping all their current teams too um one game is a 10 to 7 grinded out game Iowa versus Northwestern where Iowa barely wins 10 to 7. And another game is USC versus Washington uh like 50 what what was it? 52 to 42 game. Almost scored 100 points in that game. Uh, very different Big 10s. Um so obviously that was uh that and the Alabama LSU game were the two biggest games um and they were both going on at the same time which I was just I was trying to like flip back and forth just to see you know, uh, trying to see both games at the same time. Um, But both were very entertaining games. Washington stays undefeated. Alabama stays in playoff contention. LSU is officially eliminated from the playoffs. Um, So yeah, that's the first takeaway. And along with Washington winning uh, is also Oregon Goes out and gets a huge win against Cal, and they continue their really dominance. Ever since that Washington game, the Oregon Ducks have been on point. Bo Nix has been on point. He uh, had six total touchdowns, I believe. Um, Oregon and Washington are on a crash course for that Pac-12 championship game. I need this to happen, guys. I need an undefeated Washington versus a one-loss Oregon winner gets in the into the playoff. Uh, you know, obviously the PAC 12 has had a playoff drought since like 2016 last time was watch and Oregon was Washington was in the playoff and Oregon and Washington are the only two teams that have actually, uh, made it to the playoff the whole time, this whole time that the playoff has been, uh, a thing. Um, so Oregon and Washington to the best chances, they're both clicking very good. Uh, this Washington win was a really good one, uh, and prove something to me that Washington, you know, had it in them. Obviously, they were going up against the Alex Grinch uh, defense, which, you know, you can see is trending. Alex Grinch was fired just recently as, you know, I'm recording this uh, here Sunday. Um, just recently fired. Um, you know, it it was a bit too late, though, Um uh, already lost usc already lost uh they're three games now they're gonna be out of the top 25 um and a real failure for for usc um and caleb williams played his heart out obviously um he played really good and it was just unfortunate that he had such a sucky defense um on the other side of on the other side of the ball You know, he just was, he could never get a lead, never stay up, because that Michael Penix offense, this receiving core, and you don't forget about uh, Dylan Johnson on the run game. That's a very underrated part about this game, too, for Washington. Uh, Johnson went off uh, over 200 yards rushing, and if Washington can get the running game going, the way that they did against USC, if they can play that way against, you know, Team a team like Oregon, which they've already beaten them, but a team like Oregon in a potential Pac-12 championship game, and a team like Oregon State who does have a better defense, Washington is playoff bound. Like they are looking very good. Um, that the defense for Washington, they didn't look very good today. But yeah, it was against uh, Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams duo of, of offense, which you know they were pl- at least Caleb Williams. He was playing his heart out. He was playing really hard. Um, you know, to, to even keep his team in it. Like if, if USC had a, even just above average quarterback, they would be maybe just like just 500 at this point in the season, considering just how bad that defense has been. They barely beat Colorado, uh, if you remember. So yeah, they haven't looked too good. Obviously they fall to three losses. They'll probably be out of that top 25, And Washington gets a big win. Alabama is back. So after that Texas loss early in the season, Alabama has gotten better and better. And Jalen Milrow is getting better and better. He had a huge game against LSU. Yes, I think there were some calls against, um, uh, you know, or some uh, uh, non-calls against Alabama, kind of in Alabama's favor in that game. But overall, Alabama did play a very good game. Jalen Milroe, very good game. Alabama wins. And they just keep getting better and better. And I think Alabama's going to really give uh, Georgia a run for their money in the SEC championship game. Um, then we got Oklahoma was upset again, this time to Oklahoma State. They lose for the second straight time this season. Oklahoma's playoff hopes are have been dashed. Oklahoma State, a huge win. Uh, Mike Gundy's still there, uh, you know, pulling off that awesome upset that he, he can often do against Oklahoma. He's been there for so long at Oklahoma State. Big win for Oklahoma State. They'll probably move up in that top 25. They're having a pretty good season. And um, you, I think they might be in contention for that big 12 title game. So, and then big, big for the big 12, at least Texas is, is that conference's last hope for a playoff at this point with the one loss to Oklahoma. Um, but with, with Oklahoma going down two straight times, it really dashes, uh, the big 12's hopes of getting into the playoff. Um, air force is no longer undefeated. They lost to, to army. So it's too bad, but, but Liberty is still undefeated. You got Tulane, um, just one loss there for Tulane. So still some, uh, and then obviously James Madison, rooting for 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 your Liberties and your James Madisons uh, to go undefeated. And maybe make a New Year's Six Bowl. That would be pretty cool to see. Um, let's see. Did I underestimate Ole Miss? Ole Miss um, wins uh, Texas A and M. Last-second field goal doesn't go through for Texas A&M. They played uh, Ole Miss pretty hard, but you're looking at it now at this point for Ole Miss. Just one loss, they did lose to Alabama, who if Alabama doesn't slip up, um, Alabama has to slip up twice, actually. And I actually want to check their, their record because they might only have one more um one more conference game we can check their record now that so (laughs) yeah Uh, elmiss is gonna need alabama to slip up at kentucky and at auburn which is totally possible but alabama has just been looking better and better as the season has gone on they that that game against Ole miss was huge um obviously for so many reasons um that defense has played very good and the defense for alabama holds that LSU offense that was so explosive in check. They held them in check. So Alabama's looking pretty good. Um, Ole Miss, they have a very outside shot of of making it to, to that, to that uh, SEC title game and even playoff game. They'll probably make a New Year's Six Bowl if they continue to win. But like Lane Kiffin has not been able to defeat his former boss in Nick Saban, and that's just what's hurt Ole Miss from taking that next step. Um, and then Clemson going into this game against Notre Dame, 4-4 four four looked really bad. Dabo Sweeney on the hot seat, all of this stuff. And they go in and they upset Notre Dame, dashing Notre Dame's very outside playoff hopes, which yeah, they probably didn't even have any to begin with with the two losses. Um, but they go in and they upset Notre Dame. Good win for Clemson, good win for, for Dabo Sweeney to kind of maybe quiet uh, the doubters a little more. Um, so that's gonna be the the takeaways. So let's go to my new week new top 10 So I'm not gonna really react to the the AP poll this week because it doesn't really matter anymore. We have the the college football playoff rankings. I'm gonna try to get in a reaction for that. Um, I'm just really busy on Tuesday so it might might have a reaction to that on on Wednesday or I'll, I'll just have to see. Um. So, but for me personally, this is my new week, new top ten. I still have number one, Ohio State. They played a really good Rutgers team. It was it, They made a game. Rutgers made a game out of it. But uh, Ohio State handles business. Uh, Rutgers is is a very good team this year. They are bowl eligible um, for the first time, I think, in a while. And um, you know, Rutgers isn't like some of maybe these other big 10 teams that 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 your Ohio States and your Michigans are playing I think they're a little bit better (laughs) Um, number two I have Georgia they beat Missouri Missouri made it a game but again Georgia is able to outlast um, their you know they let Missouri kind of hang around which sometimes Georgia does in some of these games but they were able to shut them down in the end Georgia gets another win I have them at number two uh, number three, I have Florida State. Florida State just keeps on winning and winning big throughout the ACC. They have, I think, either they were the first team to clinch a, clinch a conference championship game, although I think Georgia probably has at this point too. But Florida State, this is looking like vintage Florida State, guys. This is looking like vintage Florida State when they had Jimbo Fisher, uh, Jimbo Fisher, yeah, and um, uh, Jameis Winston. You know, it's been that long since they have been this good. Jordan Travis, can' Coleman, that whole that whole team has looked very good. Mike Norvell has got his guys going right now. Just got to avoid any slip-ups, and you are in that playoff for Florida State. They're Honestly, they're looking as good as any team in the country, Florida State. You could easily make an argument that Florida State is the number one team in the country. I just think Georgia, they're playing some harder competition now. Uh, they got kind of championship experience you know especially led by Brock Bowers um and then Ohio State has played confer- tougher competition uh overall they 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 beat a top 10 team in Penn State uh Michigan at number 4 they keep dominating uh the whole you know this whole sign stealing allegations stuff and and it's coming out that uh, Jim Harbaugh is likely to be suspended. Um, for Michigan, it's really looking murky. There, they keep winning big. Um, I'm just interested to see how that this this next week they have Penn State, which is going to be a big game. You know, I think a lot of people have have written off Penn State at this point, but um, they still got a shot. Uh, I don't think they got a shot at maybe making. Even the Big Ten championship game because Ohio State beat them. And, you know, even if Ohio State slips up to Michigan, you'll end up having, um, I don't know exactly what you, wait, if you think about this, like, let's think about this scenario. Ohio State beats Penn State. Penn State beats Michigan. Michigan beats Ohio State. Who makes it in? Um, I'm not exactly sure how they would decide that. Uh, maybe by point differential or whatever. Michigan keeps winning. I think Michigan would have the advantage at this point if it were to go down to point differential. Number five, I have the Washington Huskies. They get a huge win against uh, USC. Um, Real statement win there. Michael Penix is doing his thing. The run game looked very good. Uh, and Washington above Oregon, because it's just that hot to head, but Oregon has looked very good. My Bo Nix is looked really good Heisman race. I think, um, if I were to rank the, you know, my Heismans so far, I think Michael Penix is still number one. Number two, I think is Bo Nix and number three, you got to give it to Marvin Harrison. He's having a very good season over there at Ohio state. Number 7 I have Texas. So after all this after losing that Red River rivalry, uh Texas this last week escaped against Kansas State. They're sitting there at number 7, 7, hoping for some guys, ab- you know, hoping for some teams above them to slip up, which is totally possible. You know that Ohio State and Michigan are going to play each other. It's most likely that Oregon and Washington play each other, although you never know because the Pac 12 is crazy. You know, Oregon has Oregon State, uh, I think Washington has Oregon State and Washington State as well. So they got some, you know, still some tests as you see. Oregon State sitting out here, uh, but Texas is sitting in there, last hope for, for the Big 12. Then we have Alabama. They just keep getting better and better after that Texas loss. I'm still going to put them behind Texas because of that head-to-head. I'm going to respect that head-to-head. Um, but Alabama at number eight. Number nine, Penn State. Um, they they got back on track this week. I think they beat uh, Maryland, I believe. We can double-check that. I mean, I wasn't paying too close attention to this game. It's 51 to 51-15 game against Maryland. Just continue to <laughs> beat up on teams uh for, for Penn State, but they just gotta be able to win against the top two dogs. The Michigan game is gonna be big. If Penn State can beat Michigan, that, you know, that will be big for Penn State. They'll need some help and They'll probably like even if Michigan beats Ohio State in that last game of the season. I don't know if Penn State's gonna even be able to get into the Big Twelve cha- or Big Ten championship with that. But they'll have a quality win and a quality loss, so we'll see. Uh, then number ten, I'm putting Ole Miss finally in that top ten. Uh, they beat uh, Texas A&M who is at least better than last year but Texas A&M against Jimbo uh, under Jimbo Fisher. I saw this thing um the uh, through the amount of games that Jimbo Fisher has coached he had he doesn't even have as many wins as uh the previous coach I think Solomon um pardon me if I'm getting the uh, the name wrong. Um but the previous Texas A&M coach and you're paying Jimbo Fisher a lot of money just to be a three-four loss team, uh, you like a usual three-four loss team, and like even we, and now you got Texas and Oklahoma coming into your conference, who are pretty good, are pretty good. Yes, Oklahoma just lost, but I think Brent Venables, I think Oklahoma, you guys got to trust Venables um, more because. He's coming in there a little more of a defensive mindset, um, which will help in the in the SEC. So honorable mentions: Louisville, just still with just that one loss, that one loss to I believe it was Pitt, is really gonna really hurting Louisville. Oh, so they would be they they was still they would be undefeated, and they would be really cracking this top ten. Another undefeated team: James Madison. I just put them in there. Uh, for you know, for front, uh, and then our two loss, a couple of two lost teams, Missouri and Oregon State. Missouri, they played very competitively against the two-time defending champions Georgia, and then Oregon State, uh, they just got two losses. They beat Colorado this this last week, but um, they got a good win against Utah. And they can they can play some spoiler coming up against Washington and Oregon, so they got chance for spoiler. They still have a chance to make it into that Pac-12 championship game. I do want to get into um, maybe just a little bit of the Alex Grinch firing. Uh, they like why did they hire this guy in the first place? Is my question. Uh, and then they fired him a bit too late. Three losses wasted. Caleb Williams because he's off to the draft at this point. Um, and Kevin Williams fought hard. Um, yeah, Alex Grinch fired. Should have done it beforehand. Uh, should have done it maybe from last season. Um, like, look, you, you, their defense was just bad. It was it was just bad. There's nothing, uh, that that high powered offense could do. They like. It's a two-sided game. You can't just have your offense try to outscore everyone every single time, especially when you're going up against an elite team, elite team like Washington. So yeah, that's that's officially gonna do it. Um, thank you guys all for watching and listening. Go make sure to follow Twitter. Uh, if you're listening over on uh, Spotify or or Apple, um, make sure to uh, hit that follow button. And then you'll be notified every time a new podcast episode drops. Thank you guys all for watching and listening. Peace.